Welcome back to the On The Fucking Vibe podcast where we normalize expansive conversations around all things mind, body and soul. On the podcast we have conversations with people living everyday lives doing incredible and extraordinary things, normalizing the life that they desire for themselves. This is the podcast that gives you the permission to really go after what you desire, the ways of being, the mindset, the the wellness, the body, whatever it is that you desire to bring into your life, these conversations are going to help you in your growth, your self-development and your journey to wholeness. Let's get into it. Hello my queens, hope you're having the most beautiful, beautiful day and apologies that the podcast is a little bit late today. It's actually Monday at like 10 to 10 and (laughs) My podcast recording software has changed over and I'm quite good with technology, but it was definitely, <laughs> it was definitely over the weekend. I was like, I'm I'm going to sort that out. I, I need to take some space. So apologies that the podcast usually comes out at 6am and it is now, it will be 10 o'clock when you hear this, but hello, hope you've had a great weekend and welcome to another week. I feel like this week has a lot of really good energy. And I actually recorded this intro on Saturday before I went camping. And I was like, as always, trust divine timing. There will always be something else to talk about. And that is why I'm re-recording this intro for you guys today. So last week, last week recap. Last week was really, really good. There was so many things that were going on. And just, it was one of those weeks where my calendar was kind of like full, but I also had a lot of space and nothing was terribly like, you know, nothing was too taxing, nothing was too, you know, it was just a good week of like enjoying all of the beautiful things that I have in my life, like my jobs, my business, like all of the things. And then also some really, really vulnerable conversations about things that are shifting and moving behind the scenes and what that is going to mean moving forwards for at least the next two or three months. And yeah, there's been a bit of uncertainty and really like noticing how I dealt with and how I like navigated uncertainty last year and going back to embodying a lot of those practices and tools to actually support myself to thrive and not just be fucking surviving (laughs) because and I laugh after that because sometimes we think we can be thriving but we're thriving and surviving at the same time and this isn't necessarily bad this is just a, a point of awareness that Sometimes because life is good and because we have the duality of life, we can be under this illusion that there's also not things that we need to shift and change or maybe parts of our nervous system that are dysregulated, loops in our mindset that we need to close, things that we know we need to do. But life is good enough. Life is okay. Life, We are content. Life is tolerable. And I'm moving into that season now where I experienced so much fulfillment last year and literally it was the realignment of fulfillment and now there is kind of like the shedding of the last layers of of what that's actually meant for me going into the rest of 2024 and what I actually want to fucking do in 2024 and what I want to provide through my business working with clients and travel and all of the things that I'm wanting to create and that my partner and I are wanting to create for our life and it's cool. It's big. It's huge. I'm not going to lie. Do have many tears, but it's okay. And I plugged into my normalizing expansion broadcast this morning 
It's a broadcast that I run and you can join month by month, up to six months. And I plugged in this morning and just said to the girls like, hey, because it's pretty much like a podcast, but just off the cuff, like an extended intro, (laughs) effectively. And I I plugged into the broadcast to talk about what it actually means to give yourself space, stillness and silence to actually honor your body in that way and not to just be productive to see what comes up for you but actually just to give yourself that spaciousness to be present to enjoy to just decompress and and be just to be and then on the other side of that how sometimes when we have that expanse of that abundanceness of space we can come up our, our mind our body we can bring new awareness to these things that come to the surface and then allowing ourselves to actually honor those emotions while also keeping focus on our desired outcome, where we're wanting to go, and actually believing that that is possible. I was listening to another broadcast this morning from um, from from another coach, and she was talking about, you know, the power of the mindset, and she was talking about the car analogy. Christina Harvey, if you don't know her, if you if you don't know her, give her a follow. She is literally the best, and. She was talking about like, yeah, the car analogy. And I was like, oh, yeah, like I remember that. And like what kind of it was speaking into, it's like your brain is is going to focus on the thing that you focus on. Your energy goes where your energy flows. This is the same thing when we want our desired outcome. Say, for instance, you want a fulfilling job or you want to travel or you want to bring in more money or whatever. You're wanting to bring that into your life, but your current reality is is not conducive to that. So there's this really fine balance between, it's, it's a fine balance at first, but actually allowing yourself to honor your emotions, honor your body, honor your nervous system, your soul self in the current moment, allowing yourself to cry, to grieve, to have your support system to have the tools and practices that are going to allow you to actually move through things and then transcend and then move to your next level self rather than shoving them all under the carpet rug for years and years and allowing them to manifest within illnesses and sicknesses in your body or life experiences that are going to come up for you that you have to fucking look at your shit. And there is the fine balance of honoring yourself in the current moment and also still focusing on your desired outcomes and it was it was just so timely this morning because yesterday a lot of my journaling I was spent in figuring out what it really really is that I want and what I know and trust to my soul like my core my inner knowing that I'm going to achieve this year like the things that I actually want to achieve the person I want to become the people I want to help the way in which I want to do that the experiences and what I, and that I want to have and not just have them as a wanting but having them as a knowing and seeing what needs to realign and shift to that but then also honoring myself for being a human and going that's fucking scary that's unfamiliar <laughs> and with all work our ultimate goal as a human being unconsciously is safety if you do not feel safe to move into your dream life or your desired outcome you're either not going to move or you're going to move without supporting yourself to feel safe first and you're kind of kind of going to come circling back because your body is always going to want to come back to your familiar self. Your familiar self being your current self 
or the version of you that has adapted to perceiving your current reality as safe and is the version of you that when you want to go to your next level self it'll be the version of you that has the self-doubt it'll be the version of you that says come back to safety go back to your old life do all these things and I'm not going to sit here and say that I don't have these thoughts because I have all of them I just know how to navigate them now I just know what to do with that information and I know how to support myself to move forwards towards my desired outcome while still observing getting curious why is those thoughts coming up for me what safety do I still need to build here what is the thing that is going to be able to get me from a to b but in a way where I actually get to enjoy the process and not creating more of the cyclical or pattern of dysregulation and then my familiar self bringing me back to safety how can you create safety in the desired outcome that you want for your life how can you just put your focus and your energy into what you actually want for your life and have 90% of it there and then have 10% of the energy to go we're making big moves we're going to do big fucking things with our life we're allowed to cry it out and we get to cry it out we still get to move powerfully so that is the teaching for today that I just I knew I had to re-record this intro for some reason and that was that so with that guys I'm so excited for today's episode you'll hear me talk about it when when you listen to to Shah but Charlotte is my sister she calls herself Lottie but of course she's my sister I call her Shah and it was just so cool to have my sister on the podcast and just supporting her and and all all of the human that she is and yeah chatting about her new venture and business and life and self-development and really what it means to to do it in the way that aligns to you which I thought was really cool so an awesome conversation cannot wait for you to listen and have a great great week I'd love to hear from you as always dear me let's chat I just I just love to hear what lands and also again you'll hear it at the end of this podcast if you're listening again (laughs) if you're a first time listener hello welcome I'm so excited to have you here but if you are one of my regular listeners you will know share this podcast with your sister with your girl pal and yeah it's just a beautiful one for that so with that have a great day love you bye hello everyone and welcome back to the on the fucking vibe podcast hope you are having a beautiful day Welcome back to another guest episode. This is probably, I would say, the most special guest that we could ever have on the podcast because today we're having, (laughs) we have my sister Charlotte to come on. She is going to jump on, introduce herself, what she does and everything. And then we're going to get straight into the opening question as per with all of my guest episodes. Again, thank you so much for tuning into another episode. I'm so grateful to have you here and I just know this conversation is going to be so special welcome and introduce yourself my love hi oh my gosh she's so sweet (laughs) Um, (laughs) my name's charlotte but i prefer lottie and i am my magic va sorry we are five minutes in not even and already (laughs) shushing the dog it's fine we can't hear the dog anyways I own my magic VA so it's a virtual assisting service um, with bespoke user generated content creation as well stunning stunning and relatively new venture and it's 
this is something that Charlotte and I have been talking about for such a long time and just seeing it all come to life over the last few months has been very very cool very cool and just it makes sense the timing of stuff and I can't believe I haven't had you on the podcast up till now but like it makes sense Charlotte the opening question it just makes sense (laughs) the opening question for on the fucking vibe is what is on the vibe for you this week like what is yeah it's it's okay So on the vibe for me this week is setting healthy discipline. Mm, stunning. So at the start of the year, I don't I don't like New Year's resolutions because I think the year, uh, sorry, I think the word resolution has like a negative connotation that something needs to be resolved. But I do really like setting New Year's goals or goals, you know, around that time because I don't know, it's just fresh energy. I love it. Yeah. It's- so I set my goal for uh, minimum 6K steps a day. A lot of people do 8 to 10, but that's just not what's right for me. Um, so just sticking with that and the gym and my yoga and hot Pilates. And yeah, so that's all been, I feel like I've had a good foundation with that, but just um, with my work and then also um self-development as well just working on those areas Mm. we love all of the areas hashtag growth and you've also been lane swimming as well which I'm just like we love swimming it's so fun like every time I walk out of the gym now and I'm hot and sweaty because obviously I'm in Australia and it's like 30 degrees at like six o'clock in the morning (laughs) I'm like oh I could go for a swim right now but I just don't have time because you know work blah 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 but I'm obsessed. It's so fun. Yeah, you just make the time and you're like crazy. And you, it's so much fun. I feel like it, it's it's cool hearing you because I feel like I'm very much in the same season this year with movement and using movement as something that's like, yeah, disciplined and that I do every day. But it doesn't really matter what it looks like as much now, which I think is really cool. And like, obviously, that's going to shift and change throughout the year. Like, I absolutely know it will. But being able to flow in between like, setting like a one thing which is like your steps and like for me as well it's like the daily walk Mm. but then also having some other form of movement that you can just kind of like go for a swim or do pilates or do a strength training or do whatever and it just you don't get sick of the variety yeah it's just always a bit fun like even though I'm I mean I'm kind of doing the same thing at the moment every single week I mean I'll do my strength session four times a week and then one swim and then I'll either do yoga or Pilates. And it's just, you know, that little one workout that I can switch out is just a bit fun. <laughs> yeah, literally, even if it is one workout or one thing you add to your week to just, like, bring in some fun, bring in some intuitive movement. Mm. Like, why not? Stunning. Like, so good. Absolutely. I need to get back to the aerial yoga, but we will get there. <laughs> it was it was so hard I was so humbled I haven't talked about it on the podcast so if you do not follow me on Instagram two months ago I went to aerial yoga and I was very much in the I'm gonna do things that I don't know how to do to humble myself because I want to I want to learn stuff right and it was very humbling it was very very humbling but in the best way like yeah I haven't been back but I will go back badass once you've done it though Mm-hmm. yeah once I feel like I've got my grip strength like it's the grip strength everything else is fine but I'm building that up 
2024. No, it's not glutes or boulder shoulders. It's the grip strength. <laughs> it's aerial yoga era. <laughs> it's my aerial yoga era. Yeah. And again, just like fun. Actually just moving for fun. Mm. Love it. Mm. Oh, there's just there's just so many things. I mean, it's hilarious to say, but I've known you my entire life, so I feel like we could just take this conversation in so many different ways of like what we could talk to, and we could literally just before we guys we got on this episode, we literally felt like we talked for hours. But I want you to talk firstly to I feel like why you decided to set up your own business. Like, what was kind of your instigator? Like, what are your highest what are your values like what was the the steps that led up to the like the reasons as to why you decided yeah this is the right move for me and not only a business but also like my personal growth and evolution mm-hmm. so it's been quite a journey <laughs> um so I've been a practice manager for about seven years now for a medical clinic and I've learned so much in my time there and grown so much um, from when I was 18 and worked there to now being 20, nearly 25. Um, and yeah, it really helped me to, uh, I kind of educated myself on, you know, creating contracts and websites and blogs and oh, on and, I go on and on and on. So um, I did want a more, um, as a, sorry, let me start that sentence again. Um, I'm quite a creative person and I just really wanted to integrate a lot of that into my everyday and obviously every day, pretty much you're working. Um, and I applied for so many jobs and, you know, I would get a job, I'd get offered a job and then something would happen and it would fall mm. And so many times, the journey. Why is this happening? Why does the same thing keep happening? Like mm. it was so amazing, and you know the um, it, everything would kind of feel really right, and then mm-hmm. kind of like last minute it would fall apart, um, whether it was on my end or theirs. Um, and yeah, the last job that I. I'm going to say got in air quotes. Yeah. Um, it was for a VA role, but I mean, um, it wasn't quite laid out like a VA role, but it was contracting role and they label it VA. But anyways, that's a whole nother story. Um, and it just felt so right and so aligned. And um. Courtney, you actually said to me, why don't you just go out and do that yourself? And I'm like, yeah, I will. I want to. Like, I know that this is what I meant to do. But I kind of just wanted some time to settle. And I don't know, the timing just wasn't right. And it just didn't feel right. There was something I needed to learn or something that I needed to change before starting. I just needed to take some time out for myself and kind of grieve this whole, like, I'm going to work for someone else um, and, you know, change over to, no, I'm doing this, I'm working for myself. And, you know, I think it's quite, it can be a bit of a scary thing when you've been working for someone else for so long and, you know, um, 
then saying, actually, I don't want to work for someone else. Because there was always that sort of inkling in the back of my mind when I'd apply for jobs is, well, I don't actually want to work for someone else. Like, I don't want to have to start working mm-hmm. X time and finish X time and be there an X day on their, <laughs> on their call. And I don't want to only p- get paid X amount per hour or X amount per year. I want to be able to ex- expand that or I want to be able to travel while working or I want to be able to go out for coffee in the middle of the day or to the beach and you know take my laptop or whatever it is and that was always in the back of my mind but I I think I didn't admit it to myself because I was I don't know afraid like this isn't my first business and uh I'm not sure why it felt like such a jump I think Mm. I don't know. I think I knew I already had the skills. I know how to do this. And I think I knew that if I'm going into this, it's going to work out, which yeah. now I don't know why is terrifying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's great, but it's terrifying. Yeah. And, and this is the thing, like we are just as, if not more, afraid of our success as we are of our failure because the thing with failure is that we try something it doesn't work we go back to the same same at least the same same is safe it's known like Mm -hmm. at like a shadow level like cool we actually don't have to change our concept of self we don't have to move like we're actually good but if we were to succeed if we were to up level and grow then we would have to change who we are if we actually succeed there's no going back to what it would look like if we fail which is the same so and then unconscious level we're like not primed to want to succeed but that's consciously all that we desire in our life yeah wow yeah and I think if you do succeed you all you have more to lose and you know what success is so then going you know back to your old old self um Mm. is I don't know. It just feels icky. Yeah. And it's a belief thing, right? Like, and, and this is, this is all the part about so much of mindset work, self-development, all of that stuff. Not like, yes, you can start anywhere on your journey, which is so beautiful, but a lot of the work is actually done on route. It's done on the journey while you're still moving. And what better opportunity to challenge your beliefs, to grow your abundance mindset and build a solidity and actually being able to to grow your success your wealth your abundance your fulfillment whatever it is to you and then get to a level where you're changing your beliefs so that you can actually sustain it because if you don't change your beliefs and your mindset isn't in the right place and it isn't you know primed for what you desire to keep going then you're going to go back to the same place but you have to give yourself the opportunity to be in the place to be successful, to be able to be challenged, to go that little bit further, to change that belief, to integrate that shadow, whatever it is. Yeah. That's the opportunity, right? And and it's a part of like, oh, if I do this thing and it's successful, then I'm also going to challenge myself in being able to hold it, to grow it, to do all of the things. Yeah, kind of like that um, saying, look at the step, not the whole staircase. <laughs> yeah, what's the thing? Like, look at the whole staircase for like a hot minute, you know, once every month. Mm. Get clear, get like, okay, cool, we've got a whole staircase. But day to day, it's your step, right? Like, we get to have both, but 
it's like where's most of your energy going without not having an awareness of like the overall vision goal whatever you're desiring to attract but yeah it is exactly that like if you don't have the foundation of the step right in front of you like if that's cooked then you're not going to be going anywhere yes (laughs) (laughs) so it just it just makes sense but I feel like this is this is cool conversation around like the foundational things that you feel you have done in your life and whether they've been on journey or there's something maybe you're journeying through right now around what are the have been the foundational things for you that when you take that step when you decide okay cool this is the right time like I feel like what you just said around around waiting for the right time it didn't feel right I have something to learn I'd love you to speak more deeply into into that for people to understand like because some people never would have heard that concept before Mm. oh how to answer this um I think I don't really know I think I'm still learning and I think I'm still I think I think that sorry I think that I had to learn that I I sorry. I, I'm sorry. Um yeah, and, and this thing like a whole part of this podcast as well is normalizing having conversations and not interviews and holding space for people as they think. So this is also just a good opportunity to share that that yeah I think the main um purpose is that I like um our mum is really unwell and I always wanted to be able to do my own thing but there's a part of me that wanted to support her and also I think wanted her support as well. Um, and I really felt that this this felt like the right step where I could do both. Mm. And I also felt that, you know, our parents or our partner or our friends or, you know, our boss or whatever, they're not always going to be around forever. And you know, sometimes it, it's, you need to take, I don't know, like matters into your own hands and mm-hmm. say, look, I'm not happy here and I need to do something about it. You know, I know I've tried and and I've experienced, you know, um, per se grief, but 
you know, do you do you want this or do you not want this? Do you want to be happy? Do you not want to be happy? Do you mm. want to help people in a way um, and, and work with people in a way that's going to benefit them and benefit you? Um, and, yeah, we, well, we went away to Bali and had a holiday there and I did a lot of reflection there. And uh, I'd already started my portfolio prior to going, but I don't know. I, I think I needed that time away and, you know, not working um, as a practice manager to sort of go, right, this is my next step. This is my next movement. You know, I actually had space to uh, delegate, I suppose. Mm. Um, and, you know, I didn't launch right before we went to Bali, uh, when we got back from Bali. It just, I still just needed that time to sort of process and I don't know, sort myself out. That's the only way mm. I explain it. I don't think as a person I felt ready to be able to provide the service and the standard that I wanted to be able to provide. Mm. Um, and, and I hadn't gotten quite clear on all of the service that I wanted. So, sorry, I hadn't gotten quite clear on all the services I wanted to provide yet as well. I hadn't got clear on pricing and I hadn't got clear on my target um, customer per se. So there was just a few loose ends uh, that are with any business. I mean, a lot of people might come up with that in a day, but for me, currently speaking, Mm. I'm a bit of a perfectionist and I like <laughs> the right way or the way you that do. I do. So I, yeah. I, I couldn't really just think of it and then put it out there. I really wanted to ensure that mm. that was right. But in saying that, I mean, I can always change things, but I don't know. Yeah. That time, that was just what felt right to me. Yeah. Thank you so much for that. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't want to launch scrambling yeah and, and this is the thing there's such a I think it's so powerful what you spoke into about like I needed to sort myself out and letting that be okay because it's sometimes yeah like while we can hold things it's it's coming into this what is deeply going to serve me in the season of my life is it pushing an edge is it making a move is it doing the thing regardless and despite what is happening around me because sometimes it is. Sometimes that's what you need to learn, that you can do hard things while hard things are happening. And sometimes the lesson is to go, where do I actually just need to take space and time for myself to sit, to process, to gain clarity for my moves to be so grounded and foundational that it feels easy. But it's it's that key part of don't just have the idea not give yourself space to anchor into it and then berate yourself because you haven't moved yet. It's like the key part of anything is like at the end of the day, you're going to move. It's just your choice into how you do it and how you support yourself to take the space to get the tools, whatever it is, to get to a place where you're like, I at least feel regulated enough. It's still terrifying and scary to start something or you know, grow or expand or whatever it may be for you. Like it doesn't have to be starting a business. It could be literally anything. But it's like honor your season and support yourself to get in the best frame of mind, to be able to set yourself up for success and success not only looking like business success, success looking like 
loving what you're doing and being clear on your next steps and actually seeing I'm going to be fulfilled in this yeah and able to um have a life and integrating work into life rather than having a work-life balance Mm. is so important yeah enjoying every day that's the thing that is my word for the year my word is enjoy Love it. it's so good <laughs> it's so good and I think at the end of the day like I always say like you come here to to grow to evolve and to enjoy like you don't just come here to to grow and look in the trenches and heal your shadows and just you know spend your whole time healing you came here to heal and you also came here to enjoy to experience to be fulfilled to actually live life like be truly living don't not just existing Mm. yeah we love living yeah we love truly living and and it's like yeah work-life balance sometimes people have a really good work-life balance but a really good work-life balance for someone could be like me my work-life balance is working like 10 12 hour days but that's my life like Mm. my life is work my work is life and like I'm extremely fulfilled and I don't often like of course I'm a human being and I get tired but I'm doing things and I've spent the last I would say like three years but especially the last like five months realigning my life so that I'm fulfilled and when I'm fulfilled nothing takes extra energy from me to do so it's like yeah I don't think work-life balance working 10 to 12 hour days every day is for everyone but it's just like how do you feel when you're doing it? Who are you being? Mm. And are you enjoying it? Yeah. But also, 10 to 12 hours is a lot. It is a lot. <laughs> but hopefully, you can, um, you can cut that back. Yeah. And, and this is the thing, like, when you love what you do, you could do it all the time. And do you do do it all the time. <laughs> the dog. <laughs> and it, it's about balancing the seasons of hustle I feel like I've very much come from a season like the last two months where I was getting shit done and I was really productive but I wasn't working long hours like I wasn't doing I would quote unquote the big shifts right and now I'm very much coming back into the season where that's required of me and I'm like look let's go it's not going to be like this forever this is this is the hustle like running a business full-time contracting consulting working part-time jobs all of the things all at once is required and it's just like but it's not sustained the hustle's not sustainable but it's required short term <laughs> she puts her dog you gotta do what you gotta do like I think people shy away from hard work. It's like if you want something, like you're actually going to have to work really fucking hard for it. Like you are. Like it it just, that is it. Like both Charlotte and I have seen, and this is like a balance thing, right? We've both seen both of our parents run very successful businesses now, but that took a very long time. It took a lot of hard work. And it's about coming into this, this beautiful balance of yes it's going to take hard work and it's going to take a lot of my energy but at the same time 
I'm not going to do it and burn myself to the ground. I don't need to, I don't need to burn out to have success. I don't need to hustle for five years at a time to have success. And it's like, what is the balance there? Like, yeah. what does it actually look like to me? And that's going to be different for everyone. Mm. But there's also, um, like, along that line is, you know, running a business or working hard. It's not always uh, a time-based thing. It can be, um, you know, finding the right people that helps, like finding the right people to help you, finding really great resources, finding grants, um, getting correct equipment that you need or like the best quality so that you're not having to go back and use time to re-record or, or whatever it is. Mm. So it's not only just a time thing, it's, um, yeah, all those, all those little um, aspects add up to the success and the yeah. trajectory of the business. Yeah, that's your trajectory. It's like looking, you've got to look at if you're doing anything in life, whether it's you're going to the gym or you're on your self-development journey or you're working with a kinesiologist or a nutritionist or a PT or a business, anything, like it's the long term. Like you're not just working out at the gym so that you can, you know, feel and look great all of the things right now. You're also working out because your 80-year-old self like you've got to look after their heart health and those habits and that health starts now. Mm. It's like sometimes you're like, okay, if I just, that's a very exaggerated example, but like that's the one that stood out to me when I did my PT was mm. like heart health and doing weight training. Like that's actually one of the main reasons why you should do it because of your heart health above everything else. And I was like, wow, that makes so much sense. But yeah, looking at, the longevity of anything like is it sustainable to hustle 24 7 for three years absolutely not like it's just it's like actually not going to happen <laughs> like and that's not required of you you know like it's actually not required but it's about looking long term like what's going to be sustainable what can you spend your energy in and are you enjoying the process like are you trusting the process but are, are you actually setting yourself up to enjoy it yes enjoyment Mm. it always comes back to enjoyment like is it worth it is it worth now you can hear my dog going is it worth working 10 to 12 hour days for the last two and a half years of my life that I've been running this business yeah it actually is like to me that is so worth it because I can see my long-term vision I can see where this is going I can see the impact and what that looks like did I always have a really healthy relationship with hustling but also giving myself space and daily connection absolutely fucking not that's why I teach it so mm -hmm. deeply maybe hours a week yeah okay, well, <laughs> I'm over here, like if I've worked more than 40 hours I'm like oh my god I'm exhausted <laughs> <laughs> and, and this is the thing yeah. like I I used to work yeah like 75 80 hour weeks and I did that for like worked did like double papers at uni it was just absolutely stupid it was ludicrous yeah. but at the time at the time it was worth it to me as my 20 21 year old self it was worth it to me to get my degree done in three years and go traveling for two years after that before COVID but how do you do that they all ask somebody has ADHD <laughs> not everybody has ADHD 
somebody has ADHD. Wow, we're just gonna make this into like somebody a series. Wired differently. Yeah, somebody has ADHD, but somebody also me also had a really unhealthy relationship with how I attracted money and saw my worth and how I could build abundance and wealth because I look back at myself and if if I had my like my current brain and I was at university right if I could go back I would go why would I work 75 hours a week for minimum wage when I could just actually get one job that was 40 hours a week over summer that just paid me really well why didn't I just upskill and do that because I just I that was the only path I could see that I would could do I could only work like minimum wage job and like work heaps of hours and that's how I thought it worked because that's how I thought I had been conditioned to think you have to work really hard but I didn't think oh what what would it look like if I worked really hard but I earned lots of money like what would that look like but that wasn't part of my belief systems at the time and so it's it's so interesting looking back at my thought pattern of going I could have made it so much easier for myself but my mindset wasn't in that place my mindset was in scarcity and it was in I have a lot of money but it took way too much effort and energy to to actually attract it and like I did all the things and no regrets absolutely no regrets but at the same time it's like the mindset towards it is so different now and like the energetic minimum thank god thank god we love it yeah you can make bank you could literally the the experience i've had the more you make the less you work like the less hard you work for it yeah and i made that my belief and it was my reality yeah take that one put that on your mirror but also integrate all of the other stuff that needs to come with that and the limiting beliefs but easier just to say but it's the whole thing about yeah work use your discernment work as hard as you want but support yourself nourish yourself like look half fucking look after yourself like if you're going to be hustling at least eat three meals a day like you know just just people out there going like oh my gosh I'm hustling doing all this stuff but I'm like are you drinking three liters of water babe like no wonder you're tired you know it's just the very base level of a human being like making sure that you're functioning optimally to be able to optimally thrive yeah I can't believe people forget to eat lunch like how is that possible I'm always thinking about my next meal (laughs) Charlotte honestly like 24 (laughs) Yeah, Shell, like, this is the thing. We'd be driving to school. Shell would be like, what, eight or nine? And I vividly remember her asking mum, like, what are we having for dinner? And mum's like, you literally just had breakfast. You have not even had lunch yet. We are literally, we are driving to school and you're asking what we're having for fucking dinner. Like, what the heck? (laughs) It's just so important. Now I plan out what I'm eating all week ahead. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, now you don't have to ask anyone because you can just ask yourself a whole weekend like, I know what I'm having for dinner on Thursday night on a Sunday <laughs> it's so good I mean I love that view we love a meal prep <laughs> we love a meal prep queen it's little things yeah yeah and I feel like when you're on that like you're 
it's like you spend more time at the time meal prepping and doing stuff but then you have so much time during the week because you don't you're not cooking all the time and you're like like 6 p.m and you're like i've got home from work went to the gym in the morning i've eaten dinner you're like i've got all this free time i know because um we started meal prepping and um we well we didn't prep meals we We've been prepping like meat and veggies and rice or whatever. And then kind of just throwing meals together like from those. So it's not like a yeah. meal prep as for such. But whatever. yeah. But we had visitors, so we didn't do it this week. And it has been such a struggle. <laughs> like we cooked dinner last night and I think it took us like an hour and a half to make a pasta because you know you gotta cut all the chicken up and you gotta clean and wait and and then I didn't end up getting anything done that I needed to do. Um, uh, no, I didn't get anything done that I needed to do except for wash my face. So, <laughs> yeah. I barely had time to wash my face. That's fine. Mm. And this is the thing, like, when you get into the habit of actually meal prepping, like, literally, I'm no nutritionist, like, at all, but it's just the simple act of, like, prepping like a protein and vegetables and some sort of carb it means when you get home like literally Charlotte and I are recording this podcast I've been out of the house since like 5 5 30 a.m and it's currently quarter past 9 p.m and I'm like I know that there's like rice and veggies and stuff in the fridge like if I needed to have dinner I had dinner beforehand but I'm giving myself like if I was to get home yeah yeah and you don't have to like think, oh, I've got nothing for dinner. That's right. I'll just order takeout or I'll just get like a something on the way home. You know, and you end up eating healthier and enjoying the meal because you're like, oh, I love how easy this is. I love how mm. and I love that I'm eating nutrients and I'm going to feel really good when I wake up in the morning. And yeah. Really good sleep tonight. Really good sleep. It's all the sleep set up. It's literally all for the sleep set up. And meal prepping means that if you know you're going to be home late, you can take your dinner with you and eat it wherever you are. So you don't get home at 9 p.m. Ta-da! Don't get home at 9 p.m. starving and then eating late and then your body spending all of its time digesting and then you having a really shit start to your sleep. You don't get as much deep REM sleep. It's the whole thing. Mm. Stop eating dinner an hour before you go to bed. (laughs) me that used to be me uh, but yeah. I couldn't go to sleep sometimes I couldn't sleep if I didn't eat something before bed but now I don't know I trained my body like away from that I think it's because I was having dessert and, and I got into like the habit of having dessert every night which is fine but mm. I'd wake up in the morning starving because I'd had sugar right before I slept yeah like, you'd sparked it when I when I have dessert I wake up the next morning starving and mm. if I don't have dessert, I don't have to eat till 10 a.m. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it's the thing of like, because I've been training, I say I've been fasting, but I've been training my body. And it's like, I can not, not eat until like 11 a.m. Like usually it's 10, 30, 11. If I exercise in the morning, like I will have it like a little bit earlier just because like my body is starving and I'm going to eat. Yeah. But at the end of the day, if I eat after like, 8 p.m. then I wake up and I'm like oh I could instantly eat like I'm instantly starving and that's like not good for the nervous system it's not good for the body to be waking up like hungry when I'm training it to be fasting because it's not usually that way 
but usually like anytime like before I started fasting and I would come home eat real late like if I've been maybe at a PT session or like working or whatever I'd always eat like super late and then go to sleep and I'd have shit sleep and then I'd wake up absolutely starving Wow. every time mm. yeah I started eating breakfast at 9 30 I used to eat it at 6 30 or 7 um and I'd be like starving at 5 o'clock uh 4 30 when I woke up in the morning I'd be starving and I'd have to have like a, a rice bubble bar or something for the gym but now I can hold up till 9 30 and my digestion is so as you know I've got IBS. it's literally the digestion my digestion has been fucking so elite my blood sugar levels are so much better because I used to like eat early and then by like 9.30 I'd be starving and like I could feel like my body was like really anxious and I could feel the like low blood sugar. Um, but now, now that I wait till 9.30, it's so much better. It's crazy. Mm. It's literally, it's, it's the craziest thing of just like giving your body a window of time to do its thing and then giving your body another window of time to do the rest of the things it needs to do. Yeah. And and this is the thing, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to quote-unquote be fasting. But it's just like, just don't eat two hours before you go to bed or in the first hour and a half, two hours of waking or having caffeine, like mm-hmm. right as you get up. It's like these very small shifts in your habits and in your body that give you so much on the other side of it like better sleep better digestion and and this is something you're doing you're going to eat the same amount of food but you're just eating at a different time and in a different way and you're giving your body a chance to do its thing and it's like there's so many things that you can do for your body that are like that it's just just do it at a different time and do the exact same thing but just differently you get so many benefits amazing amazing well Dal, i think that is us let's wrap up i said this would be a half an episode and it's been about just over that so i'm like we've done well Probably heaps of stuff to cut out for me <laughs> my like <laughs> blank brain like um <laughs> no we don't cut anything out of these episodes they just go up as they go i know shut up your face but this is the thing like with these episodes i do want them to be I want them to be conversational. I want them to be real and raw and like actually just about having chats about what we would, I mean, we would literally just end up chatting what we'd chat about anyway. But this is the thing of conversations get to be centered around looking after ourselves and giving ourselves self-compassion and all of the things that come with normalizing expensive chat. And that is the whole vibe. So thank you so much for being on the podcast. On the fucking vibe. On the fucking vibe. On the fucking vibe. Thank you everyone for tuning into another episode. I just hope you love how I don't even literally don't even know what we talked about for the last 40 minutes, but I'm sure it was great. <laughs> and just so many things for you to take away wherever you are in your journey, whether you are in business, in your career, in your nine to five, or you're a human being with a digestive system that could just use a little bit of help. There's something for everyone in there. So have a beautiful day. You're going to hear some ads and bits and pieces now, and I will talk to you next week. Thanks again, Charlotte, and I will see you later. Bye.
Hello, my lovelies. I am interrupting this episode to talk about Grounded the Mastermind. Grounded the Mastermind is kicking off at the start of 2024, and this is for the service based honey who is wanting to leave themselves in a grounded and regulated state and seeks the tools, the knowledge, and the power to be able to do so. Being grounded is not just putting your feet in the grass, and while that is powerful and will help, it is so much more than the grounding practices that we will inevitably go into through the 10 teaching pillars each fortnight throughout the five months. Grounding is a way of being, and grounding is a feeling of being so anchored in who you are that you feel this unwavering and unshakable sense of inner fucking peace. If this sounds like you and you want to spend five months with an incredible intimate group of women who are all along the same path, Grounded the Mastermind is for you. Send a message into my DMs and check out if it is the right space, if it aligns with where you are at your job and the person that you are. And I would love to talk to you in my Instagram DMs. Chat to you there. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the On The Fucking Vibe podcast. More than anything, more than giving us a follow, subscribing to our channel, doing all of the things, sharing this on your stories. I would love you to share this episode with a friend that you know that this would resonate with. I want you to share and and be vulnerable and share what comes up for you and start normalizing the conversations in your life that you want to have by sharing this episode with a friend or on your stories. Again, I would also personally love to hear your takeaways from this episode, what came up for you, what you're taking away, and what you're wanting to claim and normalize for your fucking life. So much love. Have a great fucking day.